In this episode, we're going to be talking about PaaS, PaaS, Product as a Service. It's also known as Product Service Systems. Both terms convey the same concept. A product's value is linked to the services it comes with, and not just physical ownership. We are shifting from a linear economy to a circular economy, an economy based on the outcomes of a product and not just the product itself. More concretely, what does the term PaaS actually mean? And how is this idea reinventing the world of tomorrow? I'm James, and I'm Amy. Together, let's decode the ideas that are shaping the future of sustainable construction. Constructing new worlds by Sangoba, behind words, solutions, and innovations for a sustainable future. Product as a service isn't a new business model. But interest in it has grown now that consumers generally have less money to spend on products that they might not end up using very often. It's also generational. Younger people are less hung up on the idea of possession. Using a product is more important than owning it. These consumers are gradually moving over to a model whereby they pay to use a product as and when needed through either a subscription or one-time use model. Let me give you an example: a car you rent for your vacation. And every sector seems to be going in this direction. Yeah, pass exists in event decoration, for instance, or charging stations you find in a car park, or electric vehicles. All of these fall under the product as a service model. The model creates a much closer relationship between the customer and the supplier of the services that accompany the product. The suppliers collect data to keep developing its product and services in tune with customer preferences. This model has been more easily enabled by the Internet of Things. <laughs> by that, I mean the interaction between a physical product and its digital life. It's not hard to see the advantage for the customer, but what's important is that the business reaps benefits too. The interest for the business is generating multiple revenue streams in the long term. It can charge for usage more than once, and it's encouraged to do this by ensuring the products and services it offers are "quote unquote" rentable as long as possible. And it has to be in a position to invest without depending on an immediate return on investment. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, there are benefits for the environment. It encourages businesses to develop recycling, repair, and reuse processes, and therefore consider the full lifespan of a product. Broadly speaking, gone are the days of single-use or rapidly obsolete products. It's in the interest of companies to incorporate sustainability into their practices. Yeah, exactly. That way, they can consume less energy and fewer materials needed to manufacture products. So let me get this straight: Is pass basically the same thing as renting a product? Well, more or less, yes. The main difference is that Pass offers more benefits to customers because the model is based on the quality of the product and can also include its maintenance. The focus shifts from the product itself to its use, or, to borrow a marketing term, the customer experience. And behind the Pass model, there is more and more consideration, at least gradually, of the circular economy. Amy, you may be wondering how PaaS can improve sustainability in the construction sector. You're right in thinking that in the construction industry, the lifespan of products is much longer and accompanied by few services, but there is a place for PaaS nonetheless. First, you have everything related to home automation. You know, systems that let you remotely control an appliance in your home, like heating and alarm or roller blinds. There's also the services which accompany an elevator or solar panels installed on a building to supply power. 
These additional services can generate energy savings. With heat, naturally, you can switch off heating in the periods when you're away. Combined with good insulation and energy-efficient systems, this service will reduce energy consumption. So I'm thinking that the circular economy is another big driving force behind the development of the PASS model. Promoting reuse as much as possible, reducing waste, recovering materials, using products with smaller carbon footprints. In short, products need to offer a longer lifespan and be flexible, adaptable, and recoverable to boot. You know, at the end of the day, by reducing waste, we reduce the overall footprint of construction. Precisely. And for construction professionals, this can translate into having contractors integrate into teams whose priority is to ensure sustainability. Or there are deconstruction firms involved at the start of a project to give guidance on what materials or installations can be reused at the structure's end of life. Yeah, that's great. This approach can be taken throughout a product's life cycle, beginning with the suppliers of products and services, all the way through the building managers. They have an interest in ensuring the service is optimal for as long as possible, including matters, for example, like building safety or lighting. Yeah. In the end, investors will see long-term appeal in this approach because they will have advance warning on any potential changes on how their products are used and anticipate their obsolescence, all underpinned by a financial interest. So the important takeaways are that consumers are increasingly interested in the services accompanying products and that the business models adopted by companies, including in the real estate and construction sectors, are gradually embracing this approach. Product as a service is a model that plays a key role in the digital transition, but also in the ecological transition of the construction sector, one step closer to the general decarbonization of buildings. Constructing New Worlds by Saint-Gobain. Behind words, solutions, and innovations for a sustainable future.